Hey, what's up, ecosystem? Welcome back to ATI Auto Business. My name is Jay. It's Friday, it's noon. That means it's time for Cars on the Move, where we connect dealers, auctions, carriers, tech. And we have a special guest. We have Orby with us today. What does Orby do? We're going to learn today with Atul and Chris. And uh, before we do that, do me a favor. Uh, you can, here you go, you can actually leave a like. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. You can click share, click copy, grab that YouTube link if you so choose. Watch it later. Watch it live. You can jump in the live chat and say hello. Please do feel free to jump in the live chat. And if you've got a question, whatever it is, right? Participate. You want to share something. You got some good news. Share your website, email, phone number. You can do all those things. So let's do this. Let's go ahead and get this started. First time on ATI. We have Chris Vasquez, Director of Marketing of Orby. Hey, guys. Hey, can you see us and hear us okay? I can see you. Uh, Jay, looking good. I love the setup. And Ty, uh, I love being on location. It's amazing. It looks great. Yeah, can you see that back there? Do you see that? I see it. Yeah, there we go. It's a car hauler. Big transport. Love it. Wow, that's cool. And you guys deal with something to do with cars too, don't you? We do. We're, you know, we're more on the on the dealership side. Unfortunately, with with my role, I don't really get to be on on site too many times. Uh, coming up in the future, we're gonna try to shoot content like you guys, really being on site, so people can, you know, really see, uh, see how we're helping dealers. Uh, but you know, we're on the marketing tech side of things, so we're kind of in the background a lot of times. Yeah, but I like you guys because I think if I, and we'll find out more, but I think don't you help dealers sell more cars? We help dealers sell more cars, schedule more service appointments, basically learn more about their their shoppers, their current customers, all through, you know, the data that they collect and that they're storing in their CRM, all of the data that's being collected by their third-party vendors. We're sort of the in-between uh, between the technology that, you know, is provided by other vendors and uh, the signals, the, the activity that shoppers uh, do on dealership websites. We're sort of there to help the dealerships collect all of that data and then activate it to sell more cars or schedule more service appointments, that sort of thing. There we go. See, that's why I like you guys, because the more cars that are sold and the more cars that go through service, the more I get to pick up and drop off. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so if you can navigate and I'm excited, by the way, I've watched uh, you guys Orby. I've been following you with no Peter Fong, uh, watch show tool and you I've seen you guys go back and forth and what you guys start getting to talk and share what you guys do. It really just is cool. I mean, it, I'm like, wow, you guys know what you're doing. That's some deep stuff. Yes. Some deep stuff. Uh, I've had a, a lot of fun. You know, I've been with Orby for, a little over a year, but I, I worked with our, our co-founder and our CEO, Atul Patel, on some other startups, and he invited me to join Orby. And I, I joined at, man, the, the best time. It's been super exciting. Uh, we've really been growing, building amazing technology, uh, you know, thanks to Atul's leadership, because he has so much experience in ad tech, martech. So a lot of technical things um, that, have, you know, other industries have, have seen, we're really bringing that to automotive. And so it's really exciting because I'm learning a lot and I'm helping the, the industry uh, learn a lot as well. So, All right. And so interesting is uh, this CDP. First, what is CDP? Right. And then second yeah. question is, is this is 
2022 is about over, and I think CDP in 2022 became a topic. Is that fair? I would say so. I mean, I remember going to a conference in, uh, I think it was March, April, and, you know, we tried bringing up a CDP. A tool was on a, a panel talking about it. But just, you know, six months later at another conference, there was a whole talk track, a channel dedicated to CDPs. So really just in the end of this year, this last quarter, uh, a lot of companies are, are promoting a customer data platform. A lot of dealers are realizing this this might be something that could really help them you know, learn about their customers and, and use it to uh, increase the inf- effectiveness of their marketing. So I think 2023, people are still going to be researching this, figuring out how to fit it within their their you know marketing processes. Um, so we're, we're excited, but we'll, we'll talk about what a CDP is, what, what does that mean? Probably some other acronyms as well. And so, Jay, I don't know if you want to <clears throat> start with that video or if, Atul, you want to mention something before we run that. What does Orby do, Cliff? Since Atul is here, please say hello. Hey, how's and, it going, everybody? Tell us more. What are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where did you come yeah. from? <laughs> I know. Oh, I don't know. How did I you get here? What are you it? doing? I, 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 <laughs> So are, are we taping or what, what's going on? All right, cool. I like it. A media question. Okay. So we are live on YouTube and Got it. this is being recorded. As soon as, be, I like YouTube because as soon as the live stream ends, it's being processed into an on-demand available video. Great. Okay. Right? And during that time, <laughs> I go in. And uh, because I'm behind the curtain, I do the time codes and there's links in the description. So within a few days, it's a full blown production. That you do the says, hard work to have to listen uh, actually, to me and everyone else oh, again and, and me? again. I got to listen to me. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> you know, what was interesting is I was uh, on an airplane flight to Whistler uh, about a week and a half ago. I've been stuck there for a little bit. and We can talk about that later. But um, I was in the... Um, airplane with a bunch of hockey players i think they were part of the san jose um either the san jose sharks sharks i think or there was another uh who's the barracudas uh Uh, hockey hockey barracudas i don't follow uh fort worth (laughs) barracudas i think it was either one of those but there were these clearly coaches replaying the same I was like kind of looking across. They didn't have their privacy things on their things. So I was like, this is interesting. And they were just replaying the same place over and over again. And they could press a keyboard button that would pop up a note taking tool. And they would just write all these notes at That's each of these awesome. plays. I love it. And then they, they had clipboards and they were talking to each other like across the aisle, like, hey, what do you think if we did this next time? And it's clearly, you know, you hear about this, right? The NBA, NFL, everyone's like got this thing down to a science. And uh, I, I took that as a as a sort of a metaphor for what I'd like to do. We record all, all of our calls at Orby now. And I'm like, I should just sit there and listen to all our calls again and be like, all right, at minute 42, we should say that again. And, and at three minutes and 22 seconds, let's not say that, you know, because that's talking down <laughs> to a competitor or whatnot. You know, it makes me feel like we're that's not doing enough. Well, but at the same time, so I, while you, that is fascinating. <clears throat> and so you have to choose your battles. What are you going to record and what are you going to reanalyze? Because like when I saw like the World Cup 
It's the mm-hmm. final game, Argentina, France. Okay. Yeah. And uh, final moments. It's the win. It's all that. And and everybody's on their cell phone recording. How many people actually went back and watched that? Yeah, not yeah. a lot. Yeah. So you can either live it or you can record it. <clears throat> yeah. So living it for sure. I, I think that's a big, big opportunity. I think everyone does. In fact, note taking has. I, I hate note taking. I'll tell you, I, I, you know, when I'm talking to a team member or even myself, I use this new thing called the remarkable, you know, that that it's like an e-paper um, that lets you scribble on there. And I, I like that better because when I type notes, I, I, it's like I'm pretty good with typing and all that, but it like consumes my CPU, you know, in my head. And now I'm not listening as Dude. well. And I'm trying to figure out how should I format this as a bullet? Should I make it a new line? Should I do a run on sentence? Like, what should I do here? So now I'm scribbling again like I used to. And it's working great. But yeah, note taking is kind of a, a, a boon of a lot, of a lot of people's sort of workflows. But I like transcribing but, stuff. And, just... and, and yet, I want to add to that. I love what you said. I love where your mind is at and, and the way you... You uh, made that analogy of the CPU. Okay, so I believe in note taking. I just don't know in what this is. The it's the methodology the format. How, you I, know exactly. what, Peter Fong? I told Peter Fong. I might to need tell one him. of those. Yeah, I told his kids. Well, I told him to tell his kids to buy this for his Christmas gift. <laughs> I never heard of it. Remarkable. So yeah, remarkable too for you. Oh, right. slam dunk. So, so you scribble and then it takes it and puts it into actual language. Not, not only that, it's e-paper. So you could actually, um, you could e-paper. go back and swipe through the notes. So if you see here, these are my notes what? and I could swipe through my notes. Whoa. And Whoa. I could swipe up and that's down. Remarkable. <laughs> it's remarkable. I mean, Whoa. That's a smart domain name, right? Like, But I, is I, it I hooked clear- up to the FBI? Probably. Twitter files. But better yet, like, you know, yeah. (laughs) No, but they they definitely thought through the name. Unlike awesome. When we named Orby, it doesn't seem like we we thought through that well. Okay, good good segue. (laughs) Why is it called Orby? What's going on here? You know, it's interesting, and it's very related to this business that that you guys talk about every day. It's, we were a 360 photo taking app Mm. for used vehicles to onboard those used cars into the inventory faster and is partially why, you know, the folks at Autosled, you know, it's some of the assets that are being generated, I think um, uh, they were talking about this too, is like the pictures that are taken before the transport, assuming that there's no damage or anything, those assets could actually be the assets on the website already. Okay, so I'm going to pause you. I've been saying that as well. Like it's Spot it's well, here's what's crazy. Rep- the 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 uh the carrier they do their inspection before, they do their inspection after, deliver the car and someone goes, "Oh, that was cool. Good job." Yeah, what? the bi- yeah, the bill of lading. It's like uh it's it, it, it's it, it, is that what it is, right? That's the or it's yeah. a different thing. Yeah. Yeah, the bill of yeah. <laughs> The interesting thing is, you know, how many dealership websites, and I could probably pull this up because we ingest inventory for our dealer customers. You know, how many times is there coming soon, cars on the way icon? Yeah. And, you know, some people pay, 
See, there, there are those companies, you know, like Evox, where you can get the raw asset of the OEM vehicle, but you can't do that at the used level, right? So, so you're, you're not going to put a new picture, a car of the new version of that vehicle from 10 years ago. So yeah, those photos, could, imagine telling the, the, the transporter or the source uh, of the vehicle, take one good photo, because if you give the buyer or the destination this photo, they will turn it faster. They will just ask for more. There'll be more transport. Everyone wins. The system keeps churning. Nothing like Southwest Airlines happens. Which you just really think maybe <laughs> maybe we can add digital tipping to carrier mobile app. <clears throat> yeah, you know digital t- know. tipping. You know what's crazy? So I was at Whistler. Right. We're skiing, it's and everywhere. the kid, and the kids were in these uh, snowboarding classes. And, you know, I'm, I'm got all my ski gear on. I'm, I'm not looking for cash. And I asked one of these workers, you know, the, the guys, they're wearing their, their outfits and there's the snowboard teachers and the toddler teachers. I'm like, hey, is, can I Venmo you, Zelle you? I gave six options to make sure it was clear that I wasn't trying to, like, cheat my way out of tipping. And I was like, I could Zelle you. I could cash app you. I could... Uh, PayPal you, I could uh, WhatsApp you, I could send you money. And most of the guys are like, yeah, I don't have anything. I was like, wow, you need a QR code right here. Yeah. That lets you, and that's like a business idea. That's like a link tree, like so simple. It's like a tipping landing page. It's like those smart business cards. You just tap uh, and and tip someone. It's also (laughs) a reflection of you're off the grid, aren't you? Right. You're off the grid if I can't digitally tip you. It's tough. In fact, I was on a rafting trip and even the rafting guide. Now, she was definitely off the grid, but she said, if you you can actually Venmo me at this. And I was like, (laughs) there you go. There you go. That's smart. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, no, it's it's interesting. But speaking about off the grid, um, I feel like the transport business can, is increasingly getting connected. And so Orbi, coming back to Orbi, we were a 360 photo taking app. Then we gave the assets to dealers. The dealer's like, what do I do with this? Dealerinspiredealer.com. They don't have certain features for me to do this. So we built a widget to look at the 360 photo, you know, like spin it, kind of like uh, <clears throat> uh, Carvana and so forth. And then after we did that, they're like, hey, can you analyze who's looking at what features in the car? Are they looking at the dash or are they more of a a fender, kind of the the grill? Um, So basically, we then create an analytics platform. After the analytics came in, the dealers are like, hey, now that it's telling me that this is what people like, can you help me retarget them and message them and figure out how to segment people based on what kind of cars they're interested in. And so we became a marketing stack. And because we were collecting so much of this data, that's where the elements of a CDP came in, which is the buzzword. It's kind of interesting, Ty, you were talking about, is it the buzzword? It's like a, it's like the word that got hot too late in the year. It's like getting a loyalty, like gold status, like in December and you can't <laughs> use it. you know it's like so now it's like a 2022 word but then it got hot in december which is kind of like oh it's gonna mess up everything it's like a glitch Mm. in the matrix but 
I will tell you why I love this. What I want to talk about is how can we use the fact that there's all this data now to preempt and make life easier for transporters, for the logistics business to know. Uh, speaking about logistics, you got a truck just going by you right there. That's awesome. How do you know ahead of time where you might want to staff up and create density in transporters based on data? So, your question. Yeah. Well, that is a good question. Actually, okay, let's pause for a second. Ty, you would say there are companies that think they know some of this, correct? Yeah. 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 Well, to me, it sounds, and this is what's fun about it. To me, when I hear that, it's like, I am. Are you building a lane? Is that kind of the idea, right? Because how do mm -hmm. how do we know where where the demand is? And this is where you come in, right? Yes, absolutely. See, demand could even be. I, I use this analogy of, of Uber and Lyft. And look, I don't have access. I don't know. I'm assuming, but let's let's be honest. Like that app and that tool and that feature, the service is is gotten pretty good. I mean, it's yeah. the app is robust. The service are robust. A couple of glitches here and there in terms of like, if you're in an off-ball place in an off-ball hour, fine. But I am assuming, especially since some of these uh, airline apps like Delta or, or United have Uber linking from within their app, mm -hmm. you gotta imagine they are buying data from FlightAware or someone who's telling them, these are the flights that are landing at these times, feed that into the algorithm, tell these drivers, hey, try to be in this area. And you know, it's no easy feat to do all this. You know, There's this thing called traveling salesman theory where you kind of optimize <laughs> where people go and when. And so I'd love to use data on, is, is a consumer actually looking at these used vehicles not only help the dealer find that vehicle, whether it's in Mannheim, et cetera, but already have transporters alerted that, yes, there's the load board and then there's the preload board. There's mm. the prediction of where you might want to make sure you have transporters. Um, but, you know, no one's going to want to sit there and just wait because the prediction engine failed. But yeah. there's, there's definitely opportunity to connect what users are looking at what they're filling out leads forms for, and then saying, you know what, if this person's gonna want this car, we should already kind of tee up and warn people, not warn, to alert transporters that we're gonna need three cars moved from here to here in the next three to five days. Mm. Yeah, yeah, just anticipating the demand. I, I remember I drove wow. Uber for like six months and they would give you bonuses specific to areas because they were making a, really educated guests that like there's going to be demand and so we want you there and so orby can sort of anticipate the demand for vehicles based on like you know especially if someone's using like a digital retailing tool what step did they get to are they looking at how much a car costs and then even crazier we have this uh partnership with data aggregators where we can see you know uh is this person looking at this vehicle can they actually afford this car if they do, that's no. an even increased probability that they are going to follow through with that purchase. So all those things combined gives Dang. us a really good guess that this person is going to convert and buy a vehicle. 
Well, as you guys are talking, there's two things that pop up immediately. One is what Jay and I like to talk about is called war of the auctions, war on the auctions, which is used to traditionally, we all knew where we would get a car, it would be at an auction. Today, you got VinQ, you got Dealers Link, you got AutoNation, you got uh, Lithia Group, CarMax, all these big companies have their own auction. Did you guys know that? You know, I've started to hear about that, but no, I didn't know, like, uh, like no for joke. instance, didn't know Lithia did. Yeah, yeah. So, you, and what does Lithia have? They have a company called DriveAway, okay? So, yes. there's a war on the auction. I And this is where it gets fun, because if you guys are saying we're tapped into the dealer, okay, and we're going to, now we're going to try and find, then I immediately, I think of Lot Pop, Jason Rice, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely. This guy's got some crazy data. Now, how do we, how do we tap into all of this? This is this is great. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, you know, um, and yes, know, screen yeah, share. Yes, you can do. I love where we're headed, and I I have stuff to say too. But keep going. This is amazing. no. Why don't you say it? And I'll get well, ready to share my. I'll, screen. I'll say this is that okay? So this year, especially, I heard many companies talking about the same thing, which is connecting shippers to carriers directly. Instead of a load board where you see stuff and you call stuff and you hope stuff, right? Because that's that's not how you book an airline. You right. Just go on and you just book it. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's true. But here it'd be like, "Hi, do you guys have a plane next yeah. Wednesday?" <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Which is well, funny because that the... that's what just happened. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, exactly. Southwest Airlines is in a bit of a bind because of this exact problem, and and you know they you had to call in to rebook things. Um, uh, my kids, of course, were wondering why we even fly Southwest when they sat down and United Airlines had all these movies available in their cars uh, in their seats. I was like. Well, there's there's bigger reasons why we're we're loyal uh, to Southwest. But anyway, so it's interesting because uh, when you think about all this data that's there, it's hard. It's hard to connect dots and even the volume. Right. It's not like Uber where you're moving millions of people an hour. I get it. However, you know, there's you got to use data no matter what volume you have. Right. Yeah. Maybe you can't use certain machine learning, so, certain stats. I'm going to jump in. Here's the problem, I think, is that if if there were a thousand airlines and each airline had one or two planes, that would be auto transport. That's true. Yeah. yeah. That's the problem. Well, if if you have, I think part of. The yeah, problem. no, no, you're I, I, it, it makes sense. It's a lot of disparate parts. But, you know, this is why I loved working with uh, Dan and Dave over at Autosled in their early periods where we worked on the app and stuff. You know, I was playing interim CTO at the time. I loved it because it wasn't always about, oh, we got to take over the industry. It was uh, it was about we got to power the industry. Which so, yeah. leads to a commercial <laughs> pilot pulls up. You like this plane? <laughs> get on board you know? <laughs> because it. we have that in auto yeah. transport i'm sorry we do it's part of the thing that we have yeah well let let's talk about what what is possible and then yeah the the steps there you know i'm i'm an optimist uh, at, like chris pointed out we talk about things sometimes a little too early but that's what we love we love kind of putting it out there so i'm going to share my screen here and show you guys an example of one of our, our dealer group customers. This is a company called Holman. 
Uh, this is one of their rooftops here. And we're looking at an Audi uh, rooftop, but as you can see, I can see all their vehicles that are here on their lots. But I could also see how many people are looking at which vehicle. So I could say that this vehicle, right? Or let's let's do used, okay? So let's do um, let's kind of go to an older vehicle. Let's go to a 2015. So the Jeep Cherokee has 12 shoppers actively looking at it in the last seven days. Uh, this Tesla Model S <clears throat> has 10 viewers looking at it. Those 10 people looked at it on average, you know what, uh, 2.4 times each. And so imagine if now what Holman's doing, and I could say this because Holman's one of our investors and they've given me carte blanche to kind of use their them as a case study for a lot of this. <laughs> They're actually, you know, they see themselves as one big entity, right? And this is what, you know, even in car transport, one of the big opportunities is transporting within, right? Uh, Ty, you mentioned about Lithia. They get a transport within all the, the, the Lithia stores. So if you're a dealer group, you can actually anticipate because you're sharing inventory across all of your stores. Another one of our clients is BuyRider, right? I could go to the BuyRider system and I could go check at this store, BuyRider Akron, which vehicles are currently being viewed. But here's what's interesting. Because BuyRider is one domain, you can actually move from one store to another without changing your URL. You know, it's like Starbucks, Best Buy, Home Depot. You're not going to Home Depot of HoustonTexas.com. <laughs> and so when you start to see all these other macro trends happening, guys, that are bringing groups together, they're be becoming bigger, they're launching their own internal auctions and tools and procurement and, and transport. Now you can actually preempt. And, you know, obviously some of these guys think they're going to build in-house transport, but more and more of them go outside of tools like auto sled and run buggy and so forth. So why not use all this data that we're showing? So I could go to over to the Anderson store and I could see what cars they have and which ones are being viewed the most and or, or uh, viewed the least, et cetera. So the least, Orbi does marketing and tries to drive more shoppers. The most, well, hey, this Nissan Pathfinder, it's gonna have a buyer at some point. And these 41 shoppers are looking from various locations. And when you think about direct consumer transport too, that's when it even gets more exciting because now you're making sure, do I have a ride for this vehicle to the end customer that's gonna pick it up, right? It's, 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 a, it's a data problem, but it's also a fun opportunity to dig into. Wow, <clears throat> so that right there, dealerships do not have what you just showed us, is that right? Yeah, that's, that's what we uh, give dealers. Now we do it for, here's what I'm hoping to get out of this call for the, the world, right? Orby has been used for marketing right? Hey, this car hasn't had any views. Let me get more views. Let me find shoppers to buy this car. What we're, we're flipping the script on this call here saying, wait, okay, so that's for when you don't have the views. But what about when you have what Chris said, someone is step four of five into the process of buying this car. 
why even wait to put it onto the load board, to put it into a prediction kind of algorithm that says, hey, don't transport this car right now because a second car is going to be needed to be transported on the same direction, in the same direction oh. in about four hours. Don't go anywhere. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, and isn't we don't, that, we don't isn't have that. that. Uber, yeah, we, don't we don't have, have that, Ty. That's oh, my word. I don't and think it, I've ever heard that before, but man, have I thought it a hundred okay, times. But we pause. There could be companies that think this way. Maybe they have tech. Maybe they don't. Maybe it's just sticky pads. But what we do know, you said something, building their own transport. That's what I wrote on my Remarkable. Is that what's interesting with all of the companies, drivers, carriers, solutions, etc., People continue to develop new solutions in in-house logistics centers. And the question I guess is why? Because I think people uh, put their, well, their heads I, I, down. I, 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 oh, go ahead, Chris. I was saying, I think people put their heads down and uh, they, they try to build the solution themselves. And, and that's fine. I think the problem arises when you, you build it in a, in a closed environment, right? Like it's just your own sandbox. You don't let other companies that are also making some progress in other areas step in and integrate. And that's something I think is really going to change in 2023. Not only is, you know, 2022, people are talking about CDPs, but... He nailed it. And there's the truck. I mean, seriously, you nailed it. Yeah. This is it. This yeah. is why everybody's pulling their hair out because everybody's got their own sandbox. The driver needs 20 mobile apps. Yeah. But when I want something, I just go up on Priceline. Everything's there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Aggregators. You know, the only problem is, it, well, no, the opportunity is if, if <laughs> you know, the Cox, you know, Cox Automotive, CDKs. It's interesting. When you pull in so many pieces together, you would expect deeper integration, right? And that's kind of the tough thing that we hear about like we we work with these partners in some shape or form we're we're everyone in our industry is touching these conglomerate companies but for some reason and i i i bite my tongue when when i hear this stuff which is like oh yeah i wish they didn't just buy this and then keep it as a as a side business that that they integrated it so the hope is that when you have large entities like that, and part of their business model is to acquire companies, to integrate them in, that there'll be deeper integrations to, to, to break down those sandboxes. But That's we're doing deep, our part. Man. Deep integrations. That sounds like that. You know, that's the gold uh, standard. Oh, there's another truck. This is kind of neat seeing the trucks behind. It Ty. is. It is. He's like live. Well, uh, really fighting for my attention. <laughs> He should be like back to you in the studio. Yeah, Ty, right. you were going to say something. What was it? No, I was going to, uh, I think I was just hitting the mute button. But no, what, what Atul just said is kind of, I think, what I've felt in my gut for a long time, which is what the hell are you doing, right? These conglomerate, these big entities, why do you make it so difficult for everybody to get along? Yeah. Life would be better, in my opinion, if you would stop being a jerk. There, I can say that stuff because I'm nobody 
I don't work with anybody. And right? I can hit a bell about it. How about that? He can hit a bell. <laughs> but <laughs> the reality of it is, it's what or, I mean, Orby does not endorse any of the messages. Yeah. Here. Yeah. <laughs> Camera one. Hey, listen. These are just two guys talking. Okay, back to you. <laughs> well, you, I mean, I've seen it from the standpoint of, of just being a transport guy trying to get a gate pass, right? Yeah. Same, same place, same people, same everything. And here we are, 2023. I still need a piece of paper and I still have to write with an ink pen or pencil on the back. <laughs> Which I usually have a crayon or I've been mini golfing and I got that little stubby pencil and that's what yeah. I'm, you know, and that is official record. Well, yeah, and I, I hope that, you know, obviously there's enough um, squeaky wheels that we're all going to kind of drive change and it's inevitable, right? It, look, let's face it. When Has anyone here ever peeked over the front desk computer screen at a hotel when they're like trying to find you a room or something? Okay. I, I would love what you say, because I was somewhere that there was supposed to be like pretty high security and they and they pulled out the drawer and they went through some stickies and they found the password. And I was like, yeah, wow. Yeah. So that's security. But then have you also seen how our our Marriott Hilton Hyatt apps are beautiful? But then when you peek behind the scene of the computer screen, it's the green and black DOS uh, looking stuff. Yeah. So, you know, I think the opportunity, DOS. at least, the, the thing I'm hopeful for is there's enough of startups like Orby, like Autosled, like RunBuggy, like all of these companies that are involved, that are sitting on top of the ecosystem, that are innovating. And, and you know, you, you mentioned it earlier, like, you know, I, sometimes I'll say certain comments like nobody else is doing it, but that's not true. You know, th there's definitely someone thinking about these things. It's just that sometimes there's no forms, but this is why you got to, I've been working on, you know, Peter Fong's not here. Uh, you guys know him because him and I were both involved in auto sled, but um, he's a big proponent of talking to everyone. So we take every call we can get to talk to the ecosystem because half the time who we thought we couldn't get along with, I, I no, not even half the time. I'd say 95% yeah. of the time, someone that I was like, no, we shouldn't talk to him because, you know, we're going to, you know, run into him in this way or that way. We find a way to work with everybody. That's yeah. how we and look at it. Yeah. That's what we do. That's really cool. Yeah. That is, yeah. that, that is it. So here's what I want to do. Applause button on that. Let's watch the video. We're 30 minutes into the show and there are still people thinking who are, you know, who are you? So they're, they're asking that about me and Ty. Who are you guys? So um, let's watch this video. Let me just go ahead and share the sound. And this is, what does Orby do? Here we go. What does Orby do? Orby centralizes all of a dealership's data into a customer data platform. Anywhere a shopper interacts with your dealership online, Orby is there. From your website, CRM, service scheduler, trade-in tool, and more. So what can a dealership do with a customer data platform? You'll know exactly where a shopper is in their lifecycle journey, from trading in, buying, or servicing a vehicle. You can group shoppers into marketing segments based on their online activity. You'll be able to automate your marketing and advertising based on those journeys and segments. This all allows you to lower your overall marketing spend and increase your return on ad spend. And finally, a customer data platform can help keep a dealership compliant with data privacy regulations. 
Orby. Data everything. Okay, so Orby, data everything. That's it. Data everything. Data everything. Uh, appreciate you playing that, Jay. And cut. Yeah. Well, I, I'll tell you what. While we're here on the video, then let's do this. To add context, um, let's watch. Here's... That smaller single point store, Santosh. you've okay. implemented oh, yes. um, a, a CDP to create efficiencies. What what led you to that, and 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 why are you why did you see that as an opportunity that you need to take advantage of being a single point store? Well, regardless of the size, single point or large, I think what Orbi brings to our table is first party data, which yes. is huge. These are the people that we want to be talking to, as opposed to being fed thousands and thousands of names and leads that mean nothing. It could be a bunch of students doing a school project and we would get sold that as leads yeah. versus what Orbi brings to the table, first party data, very rich data, data set, which when you take the customer through the life cycle, they usually end up buying yeah. because it's relevant data. Okay, all right, I'm so glad we watched that because you know what that is? You know what he just described in auto transport? When brokers and or carriers buy leads from lead generators, it's literally whatever. And not only is it whatever, it goes to many people at the same time. So you have no idea when uh, you that's, call that's on that lead. This is the dirty secret in auto transport. It really is. This is freaky. Is that when a car shopper actually uses technology and clicks on a button to book a vehicle... That lead is probably going to a lead generator that's going to sell that lead to seven people at the same time. Mm -hmm. So that guy that thinks he's clicked a button and is going to get a phone call from an awesome, cool, you know, gets seven phone calls from people that are just undercutting each other at the knees and saying whatever. Within 10 to 20 phone calls, that guy's ready to unplug his life and forget all about it. And you're mm -hmm. talking about a consumer? Buying a used yeah. car or a dealer? It's a consumer, consumer. shipping yeah. a personally owned vehicle for the first time, has never been through this, does not know the circus. Got it. So you're you're talking about sort of like the, uh, oh, you know what? I've done this, where where you get like layers and layers of like the Mayflower type companies, right? Yeah. Right. So you've, right? You clicked you, one button and you... For two now years, you're, you're now stopped. you're begging for a different phone number. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll tell you. You can't block them fast enough. Well, I'll tell you. So one thing that, a uh, little secret here, is my previous startup was, uh, it, it, so I was in the lead management business for mortgage. Then I created a company called Jernaya. We, we sold it for $125 million, or, or, uh, more, let's say nine figures. And basically, um, the uh, what we did is we helped identify lead duplication and if leads were being resold right when they compete you win it doesn't mean you should get 50 calls and i used to actually use this website called tossabledigits.com to create temporary phone numbers and fill out lead forms even now if i put my house up for sale or anything on zillow oh man you better you better buy a temporary okay. number there you go you know uh like That's you're gonna, you're giving out numbers at a nightclub. Like you know, you got to get yourself. You need a, a burner number. phone. Burner phone. Before you book that car, do you have a burner phone, Ty? That's a show. <laughs> oh, he's muted, Ty. You're Ty's muted. Ty's on courtesy mute. 
Sorry, there's a big truck over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's an interesting point, though, because if you back to the car dealership and the car dealer, you know, in that first video we watched, and I don't think people really think about a car dealership. They have real expenses. They have real budgets. You know, one of the things I always like to say is go ask a car dealer what his electric bill is every month. Yeah. But he knows that, right? And then you start talking about budgets. You're like, oh, you mean they have a marketing budget? Yeah, they really do. And then you start hearing Orby guys talk about how to save money on marketing budgets. Now, if I'm a car dealer or a carrier, whatever the case may be, if I can save a couple bucks and still get a, the same result or a better result, would I do it? Yeah, I would. So back to the dealer, Orby, what we're talking about. It's really cool. See, I didn't realize, I, I kind of suspected you guys were the uh, 360 photo guys. I thought I'd seen that or heard that somewhere. But to see you transition from there to where you are today, that's really powerful. I mean, that's super powerful. I really encourage you to find that. something special. Yeah. I, I appreciate really it. Cool. And we, we have such a roadmap, exciting roadmap ahead. But I will say this idea, and you know, I, I feel like we had ideas in our last uh, cast with uh, the auto sled guys around paying de truckers as they hit milestones on their, their journey. But one thing that gets me thinking here is based on the video you, everyone watched the first video if we know and what santosh said from lakeshore if you know this person's going to absolutely buy a car or they need another car it's one thing to find those vehicles at the auction it's another thing to maybe have integrated pricing of transport earlier on to say that hey if you need to get this car moved, then you should, here's the price it might take. So how, mm -hmm. how many, let me ask you guys this. Do, oh, are that, there any we, open? We, we yeah. have some of that. We do have some of that. There is. It's like a that. pricing and, API. Yes, that, that is actually very helpful to the marketplace. The problem is, is if you skew it low and you lowball, what have you done? Oh you, my God, what have you done? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I'd love to collaborate with more, you know, other companies that can basically estimate, but, but live, li you know, almost live up to that estimation, right? Uh, it's almost like Kelly Blue Book's trade-in, right? You get, you get a price, they're going to, they're going to guarantee it, but there would be an opportunity certainly to say, Hey, this is going to help dealer groups, organizations like BuyRider other sort of large networks of you know even tier two groups of dealers say hey we're gonna bake into our marketing optimization the price it's gonna take to move the car so which cars are worth marketing at a different store and which cars are not worth marketing at a different store uh, there, there's just so many opportunities. My, my head's spinning, but well, I would love. Yeah, to I'm going to help your head spin a little more because here's the thing too: is what happens. I think is when somebody views this as a profit center. Ooh, we can quote this and keep this and give the carrier this. This is when you go down a very dangerous road of what are you doing? Because mm -hmm. that carrier, that truck behind Ty, that thing's expensive mm -hmm. to keep rolling. There's a lot involved. It's not just the truck. It's not just the people in the truck. There's a heck of a lot to it. And that that operation needs a certain amount of not only revenue to keep the gas in the tank, but to keep the business profitable. 
And right. I don't want to sound like, you know, some bleeding heart, but this is part of the problem. You're not just keeping a truck running. <laughs> You're letting a business thrive. Yeah. And and do you feel, um, yeah, it's almost like uh, the Southwest debacle that's been happening. You know, let's not forget, these are airplanes, these are pilots, there's a lot to it. So although I'm I'm upset that I was stuck out in the Seattle area for a few extra days, it's no easy feat to to make all that work, you know. Um, and so I'd, I'd love to do whatever we can with the data that we have and the dealers that we empower to bring that data to to make transport more streamlined, more profitable, more data driven. So I, I'd love to 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 use this podcast is kind of a a door opener to that kind of dialogue Ooh, cool. ty he's gonna, gonna he's gonna he's gonna I'll make notes my... he's gonna do replays yeah well, no, we, can like... make that <laughs> yeah. Got, we have some friends that you want to talk to so what we'll do uh jay and i'll we'll talk but i think what we can do is put together a group of guys that you would love to talk to that may already have that absolutely that? we're all, all right. for round tables Let's do it, Jay. Nice. There's our next show. Nice. Love it, dude. Love doing that. It's a great live, idea. Right? That is, we are doing business live I here business. on ATI Auto Business. Um, hey, let's go ahead and do this. We got one more great clip. Let's watch that, and then we'll land the plane on this show. Uh, here's Peter. I think the most important thing is that CDP is a small piece of it. I mean, that's just one element, and you heard a tool set earlier. It's all about being able to plug in this entire ecosystem because the best thing that can happen in 2023 is to allow our dealerships that know more about what's happening in all the different widgets out there. So many vendors out there selling different things. The best thing that can happen is to plug Good. it all in together so that you can serve your customers better. And by oh, the way, man. and, and yeah. this is Peter Fong, who previously was at Mannheim. He sold a company to them. He's been at Ford and she he's been auto all this time. So to hear that out of his voice is amazing. Gosh. And I also just want to give credit to Kyle and Asotu. That was the show that you watched where these clips were uh, pulled from. Uh, all right, cool. So we have, we've just kind of set up, we've teed up part two. Yes, of we ATI did. and Orby. Next, in Q1 2023, we're going to put together <laughs> something. So we, we need to do that. And, and I want to thank Peter Fong. Peter Fong is the reason we're sitting Thank here you, right Peter. now talking to you. Thank you, Peter Fong. And I'm listening yeah. to you. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Thanks, Peter. Thanks, everybody. Okay. All right. I guess, yeah, we'll just end it there. I Hopefully, did you get your water back? Uh, we did, yes. Thanks for that. Yes. And so we got our water back, and I'm back home after. Uh, so and you were just, for the record, you were how long were you trapped because of Southwest? Uh, about four, five more extra days, and the kids didn't five get their days. gifts until yesterday. Oh, Whoa, that man. is rough, man. Yeah. But oh, hey, we made it an adventure and yeah, I uh, can't say everyone can do that, but my boys were troopers oh, and we oh, made it happen. Dude, that's how you know you got great kids, man. That's cool. Good for you, dude. Thanks for having us, that's guys. Awesome. All right. Thank you Happy so much for joining us. Thanks, yeah, Jay. Thanks, thanks to Chris. Have a good one. All right, Thank guys. You guys. Thank, Thank you. you. All right, we'll see you later. So we're going to hang on with Ty. We're going to meet, uh, we, we got our friend Lloyd Vanover with us. Lloyd. Thanks for jumping into the live chat, saying hello. Hey, here's Lloyd. Lloyd, what's going on? Jason, what's going on? Enjoying the blue sky and the warm weather today. Yeah, where were you yesterday? What happened? 
Uh, South Dakota, 20 below, and snowing like crazy. Snow you came from wild. South Dakota all the way to Joplin, Missouri from yesterday? Yes. 24 hours ago, snow was 8 feet deep. 24 hours, 8 feet deep. And you, when I talked to you yesterday, you were coming through it more, right? Yes. Iowa, right? Is Sioux that Falls, Sioux Falls, Falls, South Dakota. Dakota? Okay. Pretty pretty bad? Oh, yeah. You see any yeah. bad wrecks? Oh, yeah. The, the, I didn't think I was going to make it. There's rush hour traffic, there's going to slide off the road everywhere. Wow. That's scary. South Dakota's got a mess. So, did you take some up and bring some back? Is that what yes. you're doing? You're based out of Little Rock. Yes. Right? What's we the name of this young... company again? What's the name of the company again? River City Services. River City Services. City Lloyd. Services. And what's Man. the city? Vanover. What's Little city? Rock. Little Rock. Little Rock. Okay, thank you. Yeah, that's good. So these cars, where did you pick these up? Well, see the front one up there is a brand new dealer trade. Oh, dealer trade. That might have been why you had to go, right? Yeah. I like along the subject matter here. What are the subject. today. Lloyd was listening to the show. This is good. So uh, tell us. The consumer, a customer called me because this Bronco was for sale in South Dakota. So kind of put these two together. So kind of like what Orby's talking about. I got, I've got to run to go to South Dakota. I need to see what else is going. Going right. too, yeah. So I, by luck, a customer called me and said, Hey, I've purchased the Bronco in South Dakota. How much you charge me to go get it? So now I can put another one with the load. And now there's another Cadillac is in South Dakota. Now it's going to Arkansas. So that Cadillac? Put, yes. So I was able to put the three together to make a run. That's awesome. Jay, I want to commend you for being the devil's advocate, so to speak, as far as these guys, you know, looking at your prices and, hey, how much can we get it to ship for? Yeah, how much can I can they put in their pocket? That's that is that's a big big problem thank we have you. to deal with. So thank, thank you, you for bringing that up. Thank you. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you for bringing that up. Everybody, that was good. Well, so now you were you started in Little Rock. A dealer called. I got a dealer trade. Is that how it works? Mm -hmm. You're like, yeah, I can take it. So you're taking one up and bringing one back. Dealer right. trade. So where you're saying that the Orby can come in handy is. I mean, you price that for one car, right? Correct. Up and back. Yeah. So now it's on you to fill in the blanks and to make more money. Correct. That's what we want to do to be profitable. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get paid going both ways, no matter what. But yes, if I can fill the hole, help cover expenses, because here again, we're right along with the subject matter today, all these different load boards and these brokers, they want their, you know, their monthly fees. Well, those monthly fees, when you got ten different load boards, that could be up to eight hundred to a thousand dollars a month. And how do you know which one to shop? You just can't do it. So something that would put all this information together, what they're talking about with car dealers and consumers, yes, we as transporters and trucking companies would like to have something very similar. Some of the load boards say, well, put in your origin and destination, they'll try and find anything that's going in between, but that still jumping from one load board to the other is time consuming. But then you just get into the normal load, Thursday thermonuclear Thursday load board trash chunk dumpster tri fire transport <laughs> <laughs> dispatching live. <laughs> but then again, you know, too, like last week, they wanted me to do this last week, but I said, Have you seen the weather? And so I said, No, I'm not going to South Dakota last week because it's even worse than what it was yesterday. Yeah. Well, this, what I like about this conversation, Jay, is this, this illustrates the quality of the carrier, the normal quality of the character and the in our community does that make sense Did i say that right yes we have we have people that follow us watch this show 
and listen to how what he's saying. I mean, he just watched Orby and he sees the connection with Orby. I know. This is this is amazing. I know. Right? Well, it is amazing. Well, Thanks, and I Lord. and I I know he can't hear me, but I think of guys like Lloyd and Artie and Repo Ryan when I'm talking and learning, and I want to make sure they're represented. Yeah, yeah, he's he's making sure when he talks to all these different people, he wants to make sure you're represented because he knows what you go through every day, right? That's it. That's like you it. said, yeah, the cost of doing business. It's the cost yeah, of doing a business. Of, a lot of guys, you know, when Ty says he asks people, well, what's your rate, you know, what's your cost for this, cost for that? Well, a lot of the carriers out here, owner operators, you ask them, what's their cost per mile? They don't know. But you've got to know your cost per mile so you know you're making money if you're going broke. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's really bad when you call Ty and you're four months behind on, on everything. <laughs> that's That's a problem. And this is what I mean, like, we can talk about Lloyd. I like his trailer. I like his truck. They've yeah. been trucking the Sun Country, straps, all these things. But if you notice, the conversation just naturally gravitated towards business, right? And, and these are part of the business. Don't get me wrong. I mean, we got some straps coming, right, Jay? This is okay, Lloyd. So, I know. This is, okay, so, Let's yeah. Let's get this straight while we Let's, got Lloyd. So, uh, there is a company that There's is interested company. in sending some straps. Send in the straps. In exchange for some exchange for use video. and video. That's right. Use and video, which and we so can do. We've chosen but Lloyd. Can you show us your straps that you use? Yeah, let's take what a look at what these? you got right now. Let's do it. We, Jay, this will help Jay because we said the nine yeah. foot. Two, nine two by foot, nine, right? Two by nine. I use eight and ten. Eight and ten. Eight so and what's ten. an eight and a ten? Just different in length. Okay. Eight foot, nine foot. long, the blues are eight foot. Blue, eight. Are, the reds are ten foot. 10 okay but you like the nine seems like, to be the best I like the swivel hook swivel hook okay why do you like a swivel hook just easier to i know why <laughs> can you see that jay yeah it looks good see yeah. this is a swivel hook yeah you know how why it's a swivel see this probably depending on your orientation you need it to yeah swivel see so you can just put it if it's stationary that can be a real problem and yeah. make you use a lot of bad words right yeah what what brand of straps are you using right now? I can drive over it. If I needed to drive over it, it would lay flat as well, rather than sticking up into a yeah, dock. Yeah, amen. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's nice. Um, what is there a brand? There's straps, a straps, a strap. Straps, a strap. Straps, a strap. Okay. All right, cool. We're more about load rating. Load rating. Yeah, no. I have the load rating. No, exactly. So okay, what good. is load rating? Perfect. This is awesome. How much is designed to hold to carry? So when the DOT stops you and they want to know... What's, What's it load rated? rated for? This one's rated for 3,500 3, pounds. One strap, 3,500. Oh, and these are cool. Show us this. This is cool. Watch this. See these little rubber things? Can you see that? Yeah, I can. And I, oh, I should know this. There's a reason. Oh, what is the reason? This yeah. Keep the straps on the tire, the center of the tire from sliding off. Right. Keep the Keeps strap from sliding. This right. This way off and that way off. Yeah. Right? Yes. 30, this one's 3,000 pound, you say? Per strap, 3,500. 3,500 per strap. So if you get one out of, out of Walmart, it probably won't fly. No, and you gotta have a, you gotta have a rating somewhere on that strap for DOT certification. If the DOT doesn't see a rating on the strap, then there comes a citation. Woo, we love the DOT. More government for me, please. <laughs> right. Can I get an extra side of government? So what, <laughs> there might be one of these that'll show us yeah. where the, 
They're usually got a little yeah, sticker on them. A little sticker. How anal can they get about it? Oh, here we go. Can you see it upside down, Jay? Sure. 33, 3333 pounds. Yeah. You see that? Upside down? Yeah, I see it. Three, 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 three. Three, three, three. So we got a Bronco. Is this a new one? Brand new. Brand new 2020. That's 75 miles. 75. Wow. That's cool. That one's going some. That was that a dealer trade too? This, no, this is directly to the customer. They, the consumer bought this from an individual in South Dakota. Oh, okay. And I'm delivering it. How is that like picking that up? Three miles of dirt road covered with ice yesterday. Oh, it, are man. they gonna are they gonna expect him to they wash it? They couldn't meet you. It was spick and span clean when I picked it up. Right. Yeah, spick and span clean. But how come they had? How come you had to drive this big rig down a dirt road? Hold on, let's see how big this is. Wow. I want you to see how big this is so you can understand driving down a dirt road is really not that easy. Can you see that? Wow. No, right thanks. There. Snow and ice. Oh, my <laughs> God. Sorry, buddy, we can't meet you. That's, that was the answer, right? Did you ever this think is... you were going to get stuck? Did you ever think you were going to get stuck? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, That's my God. Especially when you got to turn around. How do you turn around on a dirt road with... 75 feet of truck and trailer. Very carefully. <laughs> it's called being a pro. Okay, and now, and now here's and here's the context. By the way, can I get an extra 25 bucks on this Did they give you a tip? Right. No tip. Right, no tip. Holy cow. He was a seller. He didn't care. He was a seller. How about, oh, when you drop it off, hopefully they give you a tip. Come on. Well, Lloyd, I know you got to get going. We're going to call it a day, but Jay, anything else? Man, I just really appreciate you, Lloyd, joining us today and tuning really appreciate in. You. Thank appreciate you so you guys much. What you do for applause us. button for Lloyd. Applause. High five. Tuesday night. And we'll see Carriers you Tuesday night. Carriers yeah, unfiltered. He's, he's going to have a, he's not going to be in his truck, so nobody can rip this front end of his truck off the oh back end of the trailer. Remember that? Has this he recovered? Yeah. Has yeah, he recovered? Did you get your, it's all back together? Nope. No, it's still there. What had ended up happening? No pay. Look at that. I like this Sun Country. Ben, I just talked to Ben the other day. Can you see what happened here, Jay? Yeah. $21,000? Hold on. Buckle the back of the sleeper. Oh, yeah. See that? Oh. It's all wrinkly here. Yeah. That's like a whole new sleeper. 21 grand in the tank. See the tank? Yeah. Ooh. Thanks, super driver, super trucker. Wow. All right. Well, if you wow. need anything, you know my number, right? 417-483-2764. We talk about a lot of things here. Cars on the move on Friday, ATI. Got it? Thanks, folks. Happy New Year to everybody. Thanks, Thank Jay. Thank you so much, gentlemen. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. Thank you. We'll see you Bye -bye. next year. Take care. Okay. Awesome. Okay, cool. Um, that was really pretty interesting. You know, we never know exactly what we're getting into. We just know it's going to be a lot of information. We're going to drink from a fire hose. And we're going to meet cool people, too. Um, I really have enjoyed getting to know Atul and Chris. And you saw a video with Peter Fong. Those are the guys at Orby. Um, Atul is CEO and co-founder. Chris Vasquez, 
director of marketing, and we're gonna. Oh, what? Where'd that come from? Um, we're going to have. We're we're looking forward to. It. We have to put it together, but we're gonna have Orby back on, and learn and brainstorm and put together. I think a bit of a roundtable. So and that's how it happens. It happens live, and so I put the link in the live chat. You can call Ty four one seven four eight three two seven six four or email me autotransportintel at gmail.com. Hey, Justin is here. What's up? Justin from National Car Shipping. It's a community, and um, and it's growing. Nah, it's no problem. You can watch on demand or, you know, or whatever you want to do. And in fact, watching on demand is easy because here's what's going to happen. The show's going to end here in a minute, and then I'm going to spend um, more time today or tomorrow or this weekend or whatever going through the time codes. By early next week, it'll all be time coded up you go in the video description you click and you, you click and you scan and you watch and it's over you know you're done in like 30 seconds it's perfect it's like a microwave burrito cars on the move the thing is that it's a community it's information it's business casual we want you to get information we want to stimulate your thoughts we want you to break out of your vertical I people ask me all the time so Jay who when I when I'm on your show who am I talking to and I say well what do you want to say? Don't worry about who you're talking to. Um, and I know that's hard. We're used to thinking that way. And, and I mean, you got to know who you're talking to. I get that. But if this is automotive, it is automotive. And if there's a car, that means there's transportation, there's logistics, there's sales, there's marketing, there's customers, there's manufacturers, there's wholesale. I mean, you have all that you have in any other business in automotive. And so if you work in logistics, I'm positive. I thought so s several years ago, and now I'm positive. If you work in logistics, you need to know as much as you can about all the rest of the automotive system. Sales, data, dealers, auctions, carriers, tech, recovery, import, export, and on it. You got to know as much as you can if you're building a business. If you're just, you know, if you're just sitting at a desk and typing ones and zeros, maybe not. But if you're building a business, if you are a business owner, if you see yourself as a business owner, if you've ever said we're going global, you need to know as much as you can, as often as you can. I know you're you're running a business, and that's why we also make this a podcast. So please do uh, think of it, consider getting the podcast. Here's the link to the podcast. That way you can consume it on your own time. I know it's long-form content, and that skip button is your friend. Jump ahead, get the information, get it done, find out how we can help, search it up. We're here. We're ATI Auto Business. It was, it's been, 2022 has been pretty great uh, in many ways. Uh, not in all the ways I want, but in several ways. 2023, I'm hoping for a, another great year, an even bigger year here for ATI and the community and the ecosystem and the information. So be a part of it. Let us know how we can help you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Stay safe. Join us. Oh, yeah, that's the last thing I want to do. Tuesday night, here's the link. We're going to bring back Carriers Unfiltered. Carriers Unfiltered will be the first show of January 2023. Hopefully I spelled that right. It's in the live chat. You can now click on it, set your reminder. The link is live. Carriers Unfiltered has become uh, one of the show formats where, see, we don't normally do live call-in, but we're doing that Tuesday night. And it's not just carriers. Dealers, brokers. It should be, what, 
Automotive Unfiltered. Maybe that's what... Okay. I just updated the title live. That's how we roll. Everything's organic. Everything's up for grabs. This is ATI Auto Business. Thank you so much for watching, being a part of it. Let me know how I can help. See you next year. Take care. Thank you so much. Thank you.